What's going on, fellas? Rob Carbone. You're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis than by tuning into this podcast right here, right now. Let's go. The Knicks are back. Go New York. Go New York. Go. As for the rest of the NBA, run. Run right now while you have a shot. Because hear them, hear them Knicks come. Here they come. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? What is going on? Rob Carbone coming at you with episode... 54 of BD4, No Better Way. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up, man. The Knicks are hot. (laughs) No, but really, um, it's, listen, man, the Knicks are playing some good basketball right now. Um, And they've been playing good basketball under interim coach Mike Miller. It's no coincidence to me, man. It's no coincidence. Um, just the fact that they're playing simple, fundamental basketball. It's really, it's not, I, and it's not one of those things where I don't think it's just this honeymoon phase. You know, if you're a pro Fisdale guy, I don't know how, but if you're a pro Fisdale guy, you know, if you're saying it's a honeymoon phase, I really I have to ask you just to take a look into the games because the the reason why they're succeeding, it's simple things simple things that a competent coach would have his team do like pass the basketball consistently run some hard cuts set screens um you know stay disciplined on the defensive side of the floor contest shots dive for loose balls things like that that's not really a thing that you can regress if you just try and if you play smart you'll at least be a competent basketball team you you may not be a good team you know you may have a roster that's clunky you may have some mediocre talent around that roster but if you try hard and if you play somewhat smart basketball you're going to find yourself winning at least 35 to 40% of your games. And right now the Knicks are 3 and 3 under Miller, winning 3 of their last 4 basketball games. Um you know that last game before tonight against the um the Nuggets, the Knicks played a hell of a game against the top 4 team in the Western Conference at their own, you know, arena. Um, they were in it. They even took a lead, and they had a shot to win it in the fourth. But it really, it just came back. It came back down to you know a Knicks team playing a Nuggets team, and it's going to happen. But in terms of the effort, in terms of the energy, the way they played, it was great. Tonight, the Knicks played a team that wasn't the Nuggets. They played a team that was similar to them in terms of record. The the uh, the now six and twenty two, I believe, Atlanta Hawks came to the Garden, and the Knicks beat the living shit out of them, which was awesome to see. 
I mean, they scored 143, 143 points. That's the first time they've done so since 1980. The highest point total they've scored in regulation since November of 1980. And again, simple things, man. Just playing fundamental team basketball. As opposed to playing as individuals for a paycheck. Which is how it looked under Fisdale. But yeah. I mean, you just look at these games. Um, just the way they're playing under Miller. You know, they're moving the ball around. It's a team effort. Tonight, guys like... Everybody had a great night tonight. Really, I was going to say you know certain people, but everybody really played well. Mitchell Robinson, career-high 22 points. Also rebounded 13. Played, what, 29? He played, I think it was 29 minutes. Had a team-high plus 25 in the box score. Couple blocks, a steal. Four fouls, but again, most of that was in garbage time, and they weren't stupid fouls. R.J. Barrett also had a career-high in points. He scored 27. 10 of 13 from the floor. He was attacking the rim, using his craftiness. Strong finishes. His jumper looked good. He had the mid-range jumper going, and he was 2 of 3 from downtown, RJ. Continued to play defense, continued to rebound. The two most underrated parts of RJ Barrett's game. Alfred Payton. Boy, has he been great for this team. 24 assists in his last three games versus zero turnovers. Got goddamn Rajan Rondo in his prime playing for us right now. <laughs> But he's been so good, Peyton. And he's played good defense. But it's the point guard play I love from him. He's an orchestrator out there. Alfred Peyton is the exact type of player I hope to see out of Frankie Lakina one day. Where he's aggressive and he uses his unselfish play to get his teammates involved and attacks the paint like nothing else. And when he attacks the paint, he doesn't always have to finish. He kicks it out a lot. And he's great at that. He's great at running pick and roll. He's great at finding Mitch and those little outlet pads. He's great. He's he's an excellent orchestrator. And tonight, nine more assists to make it 24 in his last three games. But that zero turnovers number over his last three, that's remarkable. So I love the way he's playing. And I have no problem with him getting big minutes. I know it's about youth, but you know what? you got to combine that with a little bit of you know winning too. At least for now, until you trade all your assets at the deadline. Who else played well tonight? Dennis Smith Jr. Played catalyst in the first half. Scored 13 points in 12 minutes. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, 8 points in 13 minutes. 5 assists. He was pushing the tempo again. That's what he does. He's quick. He was pushing the tempo. You could see he was playing with confidence. Had some patience out there. Found Bobby Portis into the paint. After a nice play where he saw the defense. He waited for them to develop and the play to develop. And he, he hit Bobby Portis down low. He had some nice passes tonight. Nice jobs reading the defense. Played well. Kevin Knox. Notice for his second straight game, he took the ball to the rack hard. Aggressive. This time on the break. Remember uh, the game against the Nuggets two nights ago? He split the uh, split the double team with an off-the-bounce drive to the rim. You know He faked right with the jab. And he took it right to the rim. He's been more aggressive lately, I'm seeing, with the basketball. And that's big. 
because he, he's not. I don't want him to just be some one-dimensional jump shooter. But speaking of, he his jumper looked nice tonight too. Three three-pointers in a row tonight in the second half. He also played defense. Three steals tonight. And he's looked better on defense as of late. So yeah, the whole team played well. Morris and Randall played well tonight together. They Very rarely they will play well together. But they, they did. Julius Randall started out a little bit, you know, annoying. And, you know, to be honest, he still needs to cut down on that dribbling, over-dribbling shit. That's always going to bother me. Miller has to crack down on him. I don't know what it is, but somebody has to tell him, dude, you're not a point forward. But he did get better. He started playing downhill again, playing inside into the post. And both him and Morris, you know, used their physicality and took advantage of the Hawks switch defense on the mismatches. Hawks defense is so bad. Oh my gosh. But I mean, yeah, excellent performance. And the defense, I know the final score says they gave up 120 points um, to the Hawks, but it was much better than that. Because again, this the entire second half was pretty much garbage time play. The Knicks took their foot off the pedal. And speaking of, I loved what I saw from Mike Miller. Because when the Knicks took off their you know, when the Knicks took their foot off the pedal, um, for a couple plays in that second half, you know, Knox got caught sleeping on a play. Uh the Knicks were slipping a couple possessions um in the third quarter. Mike Miller was quick to call a timeout. Didn't matter if he was up thirty points, didn't matter if he was up twenty points, he called a timeout. Couple times he did that this game, and I love that because it just made me think of David Fizdale laughing, smiling, and slapping fives when he was down forty-five points to the Milwaukee Bucks, um, you know, a week or so ago. <laughs> just the disparity right there between the two coaches—that was funny. But yeah, that's what I love to see out of Miller tonight. He didn't care, and he even challenged a call tonight when they were up thirty in the second half. However, however many it was. The guy, you know, hey, he wants to freaking win. He wants his team to win. I like it. But yeah, I mean, the Knicks played good defense. It wasn't stellar, but in the first half, they held the Hawks to 53 points before they took their foot off the pedal, which is something they have to stop doing. They're not, they're not, you know, they're not a good team where they can just flip a switch, you know? They have to keep that effort throughout the game. They have to learn how to you know, continue to to play like that. But yeah, man, that's where we are right now. Knicks improved to improve to seven and twenty one, but you know, three and three under Miller, three of their last four. And you just look at the games that they've played so far under Mike Miller. Um, starting with his debut against the Pacers. That's a playoff team where the Knicks lost by one point two. Then they lost by 28 to an under 500 Blazers team. Okay, one bad game. But then they bounced back one by two against you know, the Golden State Warriors. Then they won by two to a playoff team in the Kings. Then they lost by only six to a playoff team in the Nuggets on the road. Then tonight, win by 23. Doing what you're supposed to do on your home court against a bad team. So that's out of six games, they've played well in five of them. Under Fisdale, not just winning, but in playing well, how often did you see the Knicks play well? It was so inconsistent. Some nights they showed up. Some nights they were sloppy. When they weren't sloppy, the effort wasn't there. 
when the effort was there, they were just fumbling the ball and, you know, making stupid mistakes and playing a terrible defensive scheme. Isolating. It wasn't consistent. Now, granted, it's six games. I can't, you know, buy into this yet. I don't know what this team is going to look like. But if you're going to ask me if I'm satisfied right now with the way the Knicks are progressing under Mike Miller, so far, so good. Yes. Absolutely, yes. So, we'll see where it goes from here. Um, Listen, I just want them to keep playing, uh, keep playing hard and keep playing smart. Those are the two things I've preached all season long. Have some kind of system. You know, play smart under an organized system and give your all. Because you're not just going to keep winning three out of every four games. They have the Heat on their home floor next. That's about as tough a task as you can have in 2019, 2020. And then they have the Bucks. So these aren't going to be, you know, it's not going to keep, you know, it's, it's not going to be about wins. But it's just going to be about playing smart and giving it hard effort. And if you could do that, you'll find yourselves winning some games here and there. You'll find yourselves playing better than four and twenty-two, whatever it was under Fizzle. Four and eighteen basketball through twenty-two games. You'll find yourselves doing better than that if you play like you're supposed to. Yeah, sixty games under Miller. There will be sixty games by the end of the season where Miller has coached them. I said at the start of his tenure that I just want them to win maybe twenty-four, twenty-five of those sixty games. That's it. Just twenty-five of that sixty. Game span. You just need to win 25 of those. And that'll have... Not even. I'll say 23. Alright? Win 23, 24, 25 out of 60. Anywhere between that range. That'll have the Knicks... You know, that means they'll be playing 400 basketball to conclude the rest of the season. Just win anywhere between 23 to 25 games under Miller. And I will look at that as an improvement. As progression. Because that'll mean, again, that'll mean they'll be playing smart, playing hard, and all that yada yada. That's all I want. Just look competent out there, play with confidence, play as the team, improve those fundamentals, and do what young, rebuilding, developing squads are supposed to do. Alright? So far, so good. But, long ways to go, we'll see what happens. I think that's going to be it for me tonight, guys. Rob Carbone, going to wrap this up. Episode 54 of BD4. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next one. Ciao.
Hey, this means you've reached the end of the episode. I guess this is where I tell you to follow me and all that. You know, like on Facebook, Twitter, WordPress, SoundCloud. Look into the description. You'll see all that right there. Later.